Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. I'll be honest with you, I'm a little, uh, I've been jamming out to Taylor Swift with my daughter all morning, so, so I haven't really even had time to catch up on the news. And by jamming out, I mean not really, because a lot of these new songs on her album are really emo. Fun fact, spoiler alert, most of the songs on most of her albums are really emo. What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic, and I'm doing something different today, too, uh, which if you follow us on our Locals channel, our Katriots local group, with, Locals group, which is Mark K., dot locals.com then you know that supporters get to see this video every single day you don't just you can, it's not just downloading the podcast but it's also um it's also you know there visually so you can watch me you can see me speak instead of just listen to me speak and i'm gonna be honest there's not a lot else not a lot much there's not a lot more going on than you just watching a video of me recording this fantastic podcast but a lot of people have been enjoying it and commenting on it and liking it and and share and so I, yeah i think it's fantastic what i do what i'm going to start doing on fridays though is uh, i'm going to let it i'm just going to let it open it up to everybody so this podcast will not be a supporter sponsored post this podcast will be open to everybody and you can watch it on locals and all you have to do is sign up for our locals community now again if you would like to be a supporter on our Locals community and see all of the content, not just the free stuff, but also the supporter content as well, by all means, feel free to support us. We'd love that too. Mark K, that's M-A-R-K-K-A-Y-E dot locals dot com. Uh, all right. So back to Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just, look, it, it was a big morning in my household. I have a, uh, I have a, a 14 year old daughter. My wife's a big Swifty. You know, they, they, I try to set the politics aside. I was a big fan back when she was a country star. Then she started to become really liberal and she wrote that big post about voting for Joe Biden. So I kind of, eh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't let them buy as many t-shirts as they used to, but uh, they can go on. I, you know, I'm not, I also am very, very pro free choice, not abortion, not pro choice, but pro freedom of choice. And I teach my kids to make their own decisions and they're fully aware of Taylor Swift's politics. They're fully aware they, of what she writes on Instagram and all that kind of stuff. And they, you know, but they, they can choose what music they listen to and what they take from it. So uh, I'm teaching them to make good choices. Um, what was I just going to say? Oh yeah. But the album came out at midnight. That's the other thing too. It's called Midnights. It came out at midnight. And then lo and behold, as if that weren't enough at 3 AM, she, uh, here's what's really troubling. <laughs> okay. Actually, now I do have something to say. So Taylor Swift releases an album at midnight. Okay. On a Thursday, which is a school night. Like I'm all about, you know, releasing the album at midnight, but maybe do it on a Friday night or a Saturday night. So the kids don't have to wake up and go to school the next day because, you know, half of the girls at the high school and probably the middle school and maybe the elementary school, too. Who knows? You know, half of those girls stayed up till midnight, downloaded the whole thing, listened to it, which takes probably an hour, hour and 15 minutes. And then get this at 3 a.m. when they were probably wrapping it up and saying, OK, I can get a couple hours sleep. She releases six more songs. So now she's got these kids up all night long on a Thursday. Again, this is the dad in me. It used like 10 years ago, I'd have been like, that's cool. Uh, now I'm like, oh my God, these kids have to sleep. And my daughter was asleep. Don't think. And that's why we were listening on the way to school this morning, because she woke up at, you know, whatever time she wakes up, six something, got dressed, came down, downloaded it, 
I took her to school. And then of course I got to, uh, I got to listen to, well, there was traffic too. So I got to listen to a large anyway. Um, so anyway, back to the news. So I, like I said, I haven't yet had my usual time. Plus I got a phone call from my agent and that took like 30 minutes. So I haven't had my usual amount of time to dig through the news and find the really incredible stories. But there's one story that popped out and I just had to share it because it's about one of my favorite things. And that is Thanksgiving. And wouldn't you know it? Wouldn't you know it? Thanks to Joe Biden. Thanks to inflation. Thanks to the Democrats. Thanks to his horrible economic policies. Thanks to the high gas prices. Thanks to every the supply chain crisis. This article, which we see every year, but this year it's more concerning. To, I saw this article last year too, um, but this year I think it's really going to be a problem. Uh, it's from DNYUZ, which I believe is some, I don't even know what it is, uh, but it says turkeys will be scarcer and pricier than ever this Thanksgiving. Turkeys will be scarcer and pricier than ever this Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving 2022 is shaping up to be a tough one for Turkey. The star of the holiday meal will be both hard to find and more expensive than ever. Turkey supplies have been tight for a long time. Producers began to cut back on raising the birds back in 2019 after turkey prices crashed. Then the pandemic hit further curtailing production. So basically what, and every time I read the story, I think to myself, what, why are there no turkeys? I mean, I, I feel like there's always tons of turkeys, these turkey farms. Don't they, can't they just get them to reproduce? Why is it always, why is there always a scarcity? Why aren't these farmers producing more turkeys or why aren't they? I mean, I guess the farmer, it's not like you plant something. There's gotta be some way that you get the turkeys to do, you know, do the gobble gobble and then produce baby turkeys. Anyway, here's, let me read on. Uh, inflation has also pushed up the price of whole turkeys. Farmers and processors are paying a lot more for feed, fuel, and labor, which can be scarce. They face supply shortages and drought. So there's the problem. It all boils down to this uh, fuel crisis that Joe Biden created and is now trying to alleviate with the, with the reduction or with, the, um, you know, with all this oil that he's pulling out of the strategic oil reserve um, that he wants to sell for $90 and, and then buy back for $70. And we, we shared the whole Ponzi scheme with you yesterday if you missed it. You can go. Um, you can go watch uh, the podcast or listen to the podcast. But basically, he's now he's now affecting the turkey market as well. And it's not that the turkeys aren't reproducing; it's that there's gas, and the gas, uh, you know, or the trucks have to you know get to the farm and bring the feed, and all of that costs more money because of inflation. And if you don't have enough feed, you're not going to have enough turkeys because you're not going to be able to feed them. I mean, the farmers, the, the farmers right now, they're not going to see the the uh, the they're not going to reap the rewards or, you know, be able to uh, pay back all of the debts and things that they incur from Thanksgiving until after the season. That's the problem. When you raise turkeys, you're upfronting a whole bunch of cost. You're upfronting the feed. You're upfronting the gas. You're upfronting all the labor. And then you're like, OK, I got one week to make it all back. I got one week to get back in black. And uh, and if you don't or if there's a if you know if there's a problem, then there's going to be an issue. So these farmers they're not able to upfront as much of the cost because everything is more expensive. Maybe they used to be able to buy feed for, I don't know, 2,000 turkeys. Now, maybe they can only afford feed for 1,500. Well, there's 500 turkeys right there. And that means that the 1,500 turkeys that they can make, that they can upfront the cost for, are going to be more expensive because there's not going to be that many turkeys. It's all, a, I mean, it's all a horrible scenario and it can all 
be traced right back to the horrible economic decisions Joe Biden has made, starting with the pandemic, starting with all the money he sent out during COVID, paying people to stay home, forcing people to stay home, firing people who didn't get vaccinated, uh, you're shutting down oil production and making us energy dependent. All of these things have, have culminated now in what could be one of the worst holiday seasons ever. Uh, and then there's the avian flu. A particularly persistent and contagious strain carried by migrating birds has killed at least 3.6% of the nation's turkeys or about 7.3 million birds so far this year, according to figures from the Department of Agriculture. Most years, avian flu cases peak with spring migration and then drop off with the summer's heat. But the current strain, known as highly pathogenic avian influenza, stuck around over the summer when some holiday flocks were being raised. So basically, Joe Biden has uh, a problem with this is like the Delta variant of bird of avian flu. And even though these, uh, all these turkeys got the vaccine and they got boosted, they're still getting sick and dying from this thing. So there you go. Joe, Joe Biden's CDC, Joe Biden's FDA, Joe Biden's, you know, farmer and agriculture secretary, none of them, none of them have any clue what they're doing. And as a result, uh, we're all going to suffer this Thanksgiving. We're all going to be paying more for turkeys. And some of us may not even get turkeys which is always a shame because, because, look, and again, it's Thanksgiving. Be thankful for what you have, but also be thankful that we have an election coming up in like 18 days and we can make a big, big change in this country if you do the right thing. You know, Joe Rogan said it in his podcast, vote Republican. I'm going to say it in my podcast, vote Republican. The damage to this country that has been done by this singular party. I mean, people say, people say, you know, it's not just one party. Uh Uh-uh, this is one party. It's, it's a single person party, pal. You got Joe Biden, you got the Democrats, Congress, Senate, White House. That's it. The whole kit and caboodle. Thank God we have the Supreme Court to put their foot down when they get super crazy, but not before the damage has been done in most cases. Now you need to put the brakes on all of this Democrat ridiculousness. You got to put the brakes on the inflation. You got to put the brakes on the gas prices, have to put the brakes on the immigration and the crime and everything else and do everything we can to protect, make sure we're protecting all of our rights guaranteed by God and the constitution of the United States of America. And the way we do that is by voting Republican. And I did see, by the way, the uh, forecast keeps getting better and better for the Republican Senate. You know, they, it's a done deal almost. And I don't, I don't ever like to say that. So I'm going to knock on, I don't even know if this is wood. This could be like a vinyl This could be like a stylized vinyl panel, but I'm just going to knock on it because it looks like wood. Um, but you know, and, and it seems like that's the case, but real clear politics has now pushed, I believe, uh, let me just check here real quick. It now, now pushed the 2020 Senate election polls to a pickup of three, a pickup of three for the Republicans. They believe that Laxalt will win in, in Nevada, Bud will win in North Carolina, uh, Vance will win in Ohio, Oz will win in Pennsylvania. They believe Walker, who has a six-point lead with some voting blocks, will win in Georgia. They believe that, uh, who's the other one? What am I missing? Oh, they believe that Blake Masters will win in Arizona and so on and so forth. We could be looking at a 53-vote, 53-vote Republican majority in the Senate and a clear-cut majority in the House of Representatives. That would be fantastic. That would be, plus Connecticut, I hear there's problems because Blumenthal, who's one of the creepiest weirdos you've ever seen in your entire life, apparently hosted a slave day when he was in high school. I don't know. I got, like I said, I've really got to dig into the news. The good thing is I've got several hours to do that. The Mark K show begins 
at noon Eastern, 11 Central, on all of our Catriot Radio Network radio stations. You can find your favorite, uh, or you can stream us and watch us online on any of our streaming services. So do that. And don't forget, you can watch this free of charge today in our Locals group. Go to markk.locals.com.